Sammy, welcome to the Razor's Edge. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. That's all right. So to start things off, checking in, we've had 18 months in isolation. How, how have you guys come out of that okay? Yes, yeah. Now that things are sort of, you know, returning to some sort of, you know, normality, mm. yeah, life's starting to feel pretty, pretty good again. I think that last lockdown for everyone was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, you know, just like when the lockdown first started, we were kind of in like a, a fortunate position where it didn't affect us too much. And it was kind of novel to have so much time off. But come the winter lockdown, I think we were kind of like clawing at the walls and just sort of like, I want yeah. to go out see live music and see friends again. But now that's all sort of started to resume. I'm starting to feel good again, which is nice. Absolutely, yeah. So, And you, you've kept yourselves busy. Obviously, yourself and Justine have Church Road Records, which we'll come on to later. But you've managed to produce a new Employed to Serve record. So has having those 18 months of nothing helped you on that front? Oh, very much so. I mean, like, yeah, once we got to the the part of the first lockdown where it became apparent we weren't going to be going back to normal life for a while, we kind of got the green light to like, oh, you may as well just start working on a new record. And that was music to my ears because I kind of tentatively started writing some new material and was yeah. getting into a bit of a bit of a groove with it. So, yeah, initially with the lockdown, um, it was fantastic to have that to do. I mean, that was kind of where I was putting all of my attention and was keeping me, you know, occupied during that time yeah. and nothing else was going on. So, yeah, I think, I mean, we would have got round to doing another record, probably, you know, keeping to the same time frame we usually do where it's like two years after the, you know, the one before. But I think this new album would have, you know, sounded a lot different and the songs probably would have been completely different had it not been for the pandemic, really, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and you said you got the green light for it. So did you have to wait for the record company to say, yeah, we're ready to put out the record before you start thinking about it? No, it's not, it's not quite that that brutal. It was more, um, we're sort of talking within the band and like with our manager and stuff. Um, not that there's really, I mean, they're obviously like right all the time, right whenever you want to. Yeah. But I, I never, I, I kind of get, get into like a real, you know, zone with it and get very excited um, when I, I kind of get into the groove of writing a new album. So I kind of wanted to like real thumbs up to like, okay, it's been long enough now. You guys can go into the studio. You, you know, it's probably a good time for you guys to go into the studio later this year and, you know, put out a new album start of next year or, you know, midway through next year. Um, so yeah, it wasn't, it's, you know, there's never like a, you know, you guys can't be doing anything, but you know, for a while or any like red tape, but it was kind of like, yeah, nothing's happening for a while. You guys may as well go and record a new album and be working on that. So I got fully, fully submerged into that <laughs> that way of working. Yeah. So before getting fully submerged, were you already looking and writing and, and starting that process? How, how soon after really eternal forward motion did you start? Do you start writing again? Pretty soon to be fair. Cause I always like to have like one or two kind of in the tank. So I kind of know we're in like, you know, a good place for the next one. And there's at least some ideas coming through. So there was, I think, three of the songs on the new album were written pre-pandemic and then the rest were all all during lockdown. So there was kind of a, a bit of a vision for where we wanted the music to go with this next record before, like, we fully got into the swing of things. Yeah, and, and, and not wanting to keep mentioning the pandemic, but it's sort of unavoidable. Um, yeah. Did you approach the writing and, and recording any differently because of the pandemic? Did, did you do anything different than you normally would? 
fortunately no for us so like um yeah now by the time we got into the studio um it was just before uh christmas so just before we went into like you know what was tier four and then just well you know yeah. full on lockdown again but by that point i think that the rules had somewhat changed for people who like own studios it was you could carry on if you were happy to and you were kind of doing everything by the book so we were kind of fortunate that it didn't really change a lot for us really i mean particularly with the with the writing side of things all of that was done you know in the room i'm sitting in in now so that kind of didn't force any any change really because the previous album was more, more or less the same and then this one was all sort of done by myself at home because obviously there's there's such a new um we've got like a almost entirely new lineup yeah so writing wise nothing was changed and then yeah fortunately nothing was interrupted in terms of recording either i know some bands have had a hell of a time you know trying to get records done because yeah. you know it started at a bad time been cut short and then had to go back and no so for us it's kind of been you know as we always do it yeah excellent so uh, and you talk about uh, the new lineup and yourself writing in that room is it purely are you the sole songwriter or does anyone else help you out on that front it's kind of it's kind of changed over the years so with like the very first ets album it was like a way more kind of collaborative kind of effort where we were like finding ourselves and then still still the similar vibe on the second album but maybe with a bit more of me coming in with like you know fully, almost fully formed songs and then with eternal forward motion by that point i think it's just because i got i kind of got an idea of what i wanted to do with the next album so i had this like really intense writing spell where i was just coming up with a lot of stuff so i came with a lot of stuff to the table and then people would like obviously add in ideas like oh maybe we could do this instead or we could add this bit in so i definitely always want to keep an open mind with whatever i write and not be too protective over it because obviously you know it's it's you're so involved in it sometimes you can't see you know ideas that that really better it or you know changing it in ways to to make it better sometimes you know shortening you know sections or whatever so i'm not too overprotective with my writing but um but i do do a lot of it so with conquering that was the case as well i kind of did a lot and by the at this point all the new members are still kind of getting into the swing of writing and um i'm yeah. hoping with the next album it will be a case of like leaving it open to be more of a collaborative effort still yeah yeah and, and having listened to the album for a good week now um it's definitely a progression from the last album and yeah uh you know you as a band never churn out a similar sounding album time after time each album stands out on its own so is that a focus when you're writing that i i don't want to cover the same ground again i, I want to do something different Oh yeah, very much so. Um, I think from our second album, where we first kind of switched things up by doing like slower songs, like I spend my days in good for nothing. Mm. I think we got a real kick for you know the the reaction that kind of like you know we got from people when we did that. You know, there'll be like some people coming in with like being really negative about it, and then people kind of being excited that we're trying something new out. So since that second album, we've always kind of yeah made it the the aim to always switch it up. I mean, we never want to like fully alienate our fan base and put out something yeah. that's like so far removed from where we've been, but we're always looking at ways to kind of throw a curveball and get hopefully a bit of a knee jerk reaction from it. Yeah. And I, I think it's one of the freshest sounding new albums this year, having, having spent that time with it this week. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. Um, to hear. 
so so to touch on the artwork it's it's a stunning visual piece from from Luke Priest so can you tell me about the vision behind it and the story you wanted that artwork to portray yeah sure so it's as you can probably guess it's like a continuation from the eternal forward motion artwork where we had like people inside this this kind of sort of factory setting with all the cogs and moving parts so that was supposed to be a kind of metaphor for the kind of state of mind people get themselves into and with conquering being you know the theme being you know self-empowerment and sort of getting a real control over your emotions we wanted to kind of have this visual that of someone transcending that state of mind and you know breaking through of that mindset so we had like the rough idea of like oh it'd be cool to have like a head you know like bursting open and all of these cogs and moving parts coming out of it and we basically just gave that rough brief to to luke and he came back with the the awesome artwork that he did yeah yeah it it looks brilliant to be fair so um for all the write-ups of the album i've seen it's it's majority positive reviews so do you do you pay attention to that when they come out does that do you do you take that feedback on board and, and see what people are saying? Yeah, definitely. I'm, well, I mean, we're always just like stoked anyone's taking the time to like listen to the music and yeah, give a review of it. So we're always interested. I mean, we take we take every like negative review or a bit of criticism with a pinch of salt because, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, it's just an opinion and there's no there's no point getting hung up on it either. And, um, yeah. you know, and sometimes you might read it and be like, oh, fair play. Like maybe I will take that on board, you know, for the next record or, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's good to do. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, so switching to live shows for a minute, you, you played Download Pilot back in June. Yes. How was that as a, an experience post-pandemic? Oh, it was, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, yeah, it was funny because leading up to it, obviously very very nervous that that was the first show back uh even more so for our new guitar player because that was his first show with the band but I think we were just so stoked to be back doing it and to be given this opportunity for that to be the first show back that once we just like hit the first note of the first song we were just having the best time ever and could just like fully enjoy it we just had the mentality of like hey you know it's first show back whatever happens happens and I think having said that we just didn't focus like overly focus on anything and we just were in the zone completely yeah. having fun with it brilliant so so presumably as live, live shows are opening again as we were talking about earlier um yeah off the back of the new album there's going to be a lot of live shows in your future i'd guess indeed yeah it, we're in fact like on the cusp of announcing some more dates um uh, for this year in fact because we were very keen to get some sort of release shows penciled in. Yeah. We're, uh, we've been confirmed for the Gajira tour, which kicks off in January. Yeah. And even though that's not too far away now, we were just like, oh, we want to play some shows this side of the year and just after the yeah. album's come out. So, yeah, an announcement is imminent for some for some <laughs> headline shows this year. Right. And then we're already re- working on bookings for, like, early next, you know, summer, late May, uh, late spring kind of time. So, yeah. And obviously the, the summer festival season, I guess, next year. Indeed, yeah. So, yeah, we're very keen to sort of just hit the ground running and play as many shows as possible. Because um, even though we had like a fair amount of time to play shows after the release of Eternal Forward Motion, it still kind of felt like it was fairly cut short. Yeah. And like with this album, we really want to like hammer it home and just, you know, play as many shows as we possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if we can switch away from Employed to Serve for a minute... Um, you and Justine run Church Road Records. Um, you signed a number of bands in the wake of the Holy Raw fallout, but 
Where did Church Road Records start from? Did the label exist prior to that point? It did, yeah. So it actually started just over four years ago now. So yeah, about August 2017 it was. So I, up until fairly recently, I was um, I was a gardener. Right. I quit uh, initially back in 2017 because I really badly injured my back. Mm. Um, so in that period of time, I was just off from work completely. And I was like, all right, I need to kind of do some stuff to, you know, keep me occupied. And I've always wanted to, you know, run a label of some sort and, you know, distro as it was back then as well. Mm. So I just had the idea to start Church Road to release some of my side projects and some of my like friends projects and also just have a bit of a distro go and work and sell records from bands that I really enjoy as well. Um, so yeah, so it'd been existing for, yeah, I guess it was about three years by the time everything went on with Holy Roar and Justine came over and yeah, yeah took the reins. Brilliant. And, and I guess with Justine's time working for Holy Roar, she obviously brings a lot of experience and contacts to the label as well. Oh, very much so. I mean, it really is like, you know, the thing it is today because of, you know, Justine's hard work and, you know, understanding of like, of the music industry. I mean, there's obviously stuff I was kind of, kind of like on, uh, I kind of knew about when Justine came over that I could kind of jump in on. But ultimately, I mean, she has, you know, a much wider knowledge of how it all works than I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, So what's your vision for the label going forwards? Just, I mean, just keep releasing bands that we really enjoy listening to, really. I mean, we, not that we want to be a carbon copy of Relapse Records, but Relapse is kind of the label we admire because it it covers everything from, you know, you've got, you know, they're releasing stuff by, you know, Nile, Suffocation, death metal bands and stuff all the way up to like nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's such a, a wide variety of music but it still somehow neatly fits underneath that umbrella and we just kind of want to have the same thing going on with church road really yeah we've come up with a new tagline from the extreme to the serene (laughs) brilliant yeah i think that kind of yeah fits the description quite well i think it describes it perfectly to be fair So, Mm. so um one final question on the subject how do you manage to juggle everything the band the label your own lives outside of that as well it must get a little overwhelming at times well, we were very we were very fortunate that when you know everything went down last year and we had a very quick turnaround with sorting out the uh, Svalbard and Palmer records that there was actually no live shows and life was still at a bit of a standstill because we did you know in hindsight we do kind of say like oh my goodness could you imagine if you know had all of that to deal with whilst we were on tour or you know whatever else so it was kind of fortunate from that aspect that we were you know just at home and no touring was taking place but um it seems like the real decider what you know on how it was going to work as as things start opening up and so far so good i can say i mean since we can kind of work from wherever we are we just have to kind of take our laptops yeah. it kind of slots in nicely with our way of living really you know we don't have to be in any one place to sort of do our jobs we can be off you know at bloodstock you know and then in the morning if there's something urgent we can like hop on our you know computers and yeah you know sort it out so yeah you know everything kind of gels well with each other which is very fortunate yeah that is brilliant and he's doing a great job with it as well i'm, I'm loving oh, it. Out of it so sammy just to round it off it's been a pleasure talking to you today and i wish yeah, you all the best with the, the album launch this week ah oh, thank you very much appreciate it thanks for listening 
Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.theraziseedge.com rocks.